0: The Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus Podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks, Body Mind Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network, and Oneness Talk Radio. So Richard, Darren, so before we get stuck
1: into the show today, which is about the force of light and the force of darkness, which I'm extremely excited to talk about with you. Um, there are a few things I wanted to share with our audience. Yes. Um, so we've been getting loads of great questions and comments, uh, especially recently. Um, many, many views, thousand views, and listens on, on the podcast. that We also distribute. So a big thank you, I think, first of all, to everybody who's been tuning into the show. And uh, if I might, I thought I'd read a few of these comments, as long as you're... Don't of blush, yeah, no, Richard.
0: <laughs> Camera on Darren. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're still saying we have had, we've had thousands of viewers and listeners, right?
1: Absolutely. And show, um, I great. think lots of new people it's as really well beautiful. finding the show, which is yeah, great. It's
0: wonderful, yeah. And I've seen these comments, and they are absolutely beautiful, some of them, yeah.
1: I, I just wanted to share some of them because I thought they were very inspiring and also just shows you know, new people discovering these teachings, mm. you know, what a difference it can make. So this person says, The best video on the Israel-Hamas war I have seen so far when it comes to the spiritual aspect of the current situation. And I love that because you know, we were really trying to bring something new to the discussion about yes. the war in that case. Yeah, let's take yeah. the
0: politics out of it. Exactly. Let's take even religious dogma out of it and yeah. go above that. Exactly. And there is an old saying which appears in all these religions, or most of them, which is very simple. It's a simple law. Thou shalt not kill. Mm. So
1: yeah. I'll leave that What hanging. about sticking with that? Yeah. Um, we've got another one here from this person Says, got to love this series teaching me a lot while being entertaining and that was about psychic vision and I think you know for anyone who might be coming back to some of those videos as part of the the psychic series that we did I thought they were extremely revealing especially based on you know the awesome experience uh, Mm -hmm. that you have and the personal stories that you could share Uh, this person said you know wow this talk left me absolutely fascinated great job and that was about psychic powers fact versus fiction which I think you know that helps to distill for people okay what is true and what isn't and how can I experience this for myself yeah and I
0: think and this slightly links to what we're going to talk about but some of the um, deluded uh, claims that people make as mediums um, which are a result sometimes of sincerely held they, they mm. believe this a lot of the mediums and they're being conned by uh, you know miscreants you might say mm. random wandering um, forces who want to cause confusion and, and they are causing confusion and they're putting people off yeah. I mean, I've done uh, TV interviews, you know, on UFOs, very serious, went very well, and then the same station will bring in somebody with making outlandish, ridiculous claims about extraterrestrial contact. Yeah. Clearly unverifiable and so forth. And, of course, this is all deliberate, and so yeah. what I would add to that is some of this confusion and delusion of mediums and channels is very deliberate very concentrated and intentional Mm. and it goes I'm sorry to say deeper than the actual perpetrators they are themselves being influenced directed whatever by those who want uh, to to take people away from the truth and and sow seeds of confusion and make it look more ludicrous than it is mm. and uh, and and cause ridicule and all the rest is a deliberate attempt because they don't want the light. But mm. we're coming onto that. Later yeah, too.
1: well, it's, it's a great. Yeah, hold that thought because we will definitely okay. come to. And I, yeah, <clears throat> just in my own experience, you know, just seeing the, the way that they're able to successfully discredit a lot of genuine spiritual yeah. ideas by association. But, yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, if 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 I came across a lot of claims and I wasn't didn't have the perception to look deeper. I think this is a whole load of nonsense, exactly,
2: and that's yeah. what they want, yeah. and
0: people will go,' oh, forget that that's
1: yeah. and in a world of like attention deficit, you know when you have three seconds yeah you know, but yeah, but you can then you
0: you look and you'll find the real ones, and I think you know it's said in 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 our teaching it's the pearl pearls on the mm. among the dust or was that on the road mm. and you know there's plenty of s- dust and stones and but then occasionally there's a pearl like <laughs> the nine freedoms that's right, yeah.
1: Uh, I'll share just a, um, well, one, one or two more here. So, so super fascinated by the supernatural and this video made me subscribe to your channel for more amazing content. And that was actually on the back of your the video of um, uh, Tolstoy and Dante et cetera, oh, that we yeah. talked about. So I thought it was great That's to get those experiences out yeah. to help, you know, I got Thank other ones of people who were just c- sort of amazed that um, you know, it was possible to channel these personalities from the past who are, li- past who are living now in the other realms and mm. able to still offer this, uh, you know, this wisdom yeah, and this teaching, you know, based on amazing. their own study. It's amazing to me.
0: I mean, I, I was talking to someone the other day, and they asked me this question. They said, "Why is it that you have so many different communicators? Because mm. most mediums, they they'll have more than one often." But they won't have a massive number of people. That's an interesting and question. And I've yeah. had a, a massive number. I mean, yeah. I've had some of them have gone on my website. I mean, I'll have a, uh, you know, a medieval writer that I've never heard of. Geoffrey mm. of somewhere, de Longpre, or some name. I, I don't know. I look <laughs> yeah. him up and there he did exist. Wow. And, interesting. And I get one message from him. Or um, somebody called Father John. Mm. You know, or, or um, a particular uh, Tibetan I get one message, mm. um, you know, who, who's who. I just get a maybe. I'll get a name. Maybe I won't get a name. Jetson, in this case, oh, I just got the name Jetson, which is a fairly common name. Mm. I've got an no idea who it might have been, but often, and I've found this too: the higher you go, the less interested they are in giving their identities.
1: I see, and yeah. certainly
0: the less interested they are in validating themselves. Mm. And often, the simpler the messages are, strangely. Interesting, yeah. And, and on the face of it, less impressive sometimes, but mm. until you look deeply into it. Yeah, it's like you're getting more yeah. into this rarefied atmosphere. of. But, I mean, like... I attribute this wide range of communicators really to Dr. George King and the Aetherius Society. I think mm. that's the reason. It's mm. not because of me. It's because there's a lot of people on the other realms, far more than there are on this realm, who are interested in the Aetherius Society and what we're doing. Yeah. And so who do they go to? Mm. Uh, they're not masters, they're not adepts. I'm not a master, I don't claim to be an adept. They come to me and so I get these messages and I, I, it's very eclectic. And, and with the poetry, you mentioned the poetry, there was a deliberate campaign, not, not my idea. Mm-hmm. But again, you mentioned Dante, he's one of the few people who bothered and really tried to understand what goes on in the lower realms?
1: Uh, that's
0: right. And another yeah, good, which another we're coming good teacher, to, to you yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's quite rare. I mean, mm. most people avoid it like the plague, which <laughs> yeah, literally. you can understand why. It's, yeah. not, it's not nice, it's not mm. attractive, it's not appealing. Um, I won't interrupt your flow, but I mean, I'll, I'll come back to that. But Dante at least tried to look at it.
1: Yeah, and I think that there's, I'm sure there's a point you're going to come onto there about you know what we need to introduce into the the sort of. Uh, dialogue around the new Absolutely. age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I do want to say a couple other things here, which is that you know we been running this show weekly for almost two years now, if you can believe that. Three, I think My total goodness, running really? the show three total. Mm. Um, first, is a fifteen-minute show in in the last two years, um, mm. which you told us was a little bit too short. Yeah, Thank we you. got that feedback, and people <laughs> were
0: you. a bit frustrated. They felt, and we were we we're interrupting ourselves. It was it, it was 15 a fifteen minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're just getting going. Yeah,
1: so. that's what it felt yeah. like. And now you know we have this kind of longer format. We go vi- to a
0: natural length really on
1: video yeah and i think you know we we both like this format um i know our audience does too so our plan is definitely to carry on in this format and to go to a a fortnightly show um in the future from this one okay yeah
0: you're the boss you (laughs)
1: tell me i just turn up (laughs) so um with those things you know obviously just round that out and say thank you so much for tuning in you know yeah uh, thank you
0: very very much everybody for your wonderful comments and, and feedback Totally. We
1: love doing it, as Richard's already said. We do. uh, We look forward to it, don't we? Yeah,
0: I can't wait to share more, Uh, especially
1: today's show. So let let me dive into that. Um, You'll remember we did a show some months back on the global conspiracy. I think that's what we called it, right?
0: that that had a lot of views.
1: Yeah, it did. I I think it's a a topic that really taps into the zeitgeist, particularly now, of people. And um, one one way I thought that that show really stood out is that it really pulled back the curtain, so to speak, on what really goes on behind the scenes Mm -hmm. with um, the forces of darkness, shall we call them, on Mm. Earth. And I think you gave a, a good clarification recently, not because of anything to do with colour, but because they are um, the opposite to being enlightened,
0: which is what we're. Really yes, none to do with colour. Yeah. They're called dark forces sometimes mm. because they're unenlightened, mm. and that's why the word is used. Yeah, I the opposite they're... to enlightened. Yeah.
1: So I think there are. Um, you know, I can't think of any other show that I've seen at least where you know, people really do that, really pull back the curtain on what is going on behind the scenes with these forces of darkness. Um, there's plenty of people who talk about conspiracies of one kind or another, but they're not really ever um, talking about, number one, who is responsible, and number two, where they are operating from, mm. which I think is a unique aspect of what we can bring to this conversation here. Yeah. And I wanted to return this conversation, especially in the, the context of this extremely dangerous conflict that's brewing or overspilling right now in the Middle East, not to mention you know, the war that's really going on in Ukraine. Um, so that people can be you know, better armed with the truth about what is really going on with our world and also what they can do to change the world for the better. Because mm-hmm. I think if you don't really understand what we're going to talk about today, you can't really see what role there is no. necessarily for you to play as, a, as a spiritual worker, as, as yeah. someone who's trying to be one of these forces of light. Um, and what I thought, we, thought we'd start is... Um, we, we talked recently about a quote actually by the Master etherius. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe we'd kick off with that because I think yeah. it sort of introduces the I've got the it right here. <laughs> well, <laughs> I go. didn't know you were going to mention it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's right on the top of my, yeah. my oh, folder. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can start with that because then yeah. you can share that with us and maybe what, what some of the implications yeah. of that are. So, so let's that. read the quote. And this was the Master etherius And I, I, interestingly enough, it was at the end of a transmission about inc- increased flying saucer activity. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And there is a, a, you know, one can't avoid the fact that with uh, the cover-up of of UFO information Mm -hmm. that's gone on hasn't ended. Now it's there's been an improvement this year, but it hasn't ended. Uh, It's it's got the hands of the dark forces all over it. That cover-up. But this is the quote: No saint can ever be a saint in heaven unless he has been a saint in hell. Mm -hmm. No saint can ever be a saint in heaven unless he's been a saint in hell. I don't think you hear that anywhere else. No, and it's very unusual. Now, let, let me stress, and listeners will, and viewers will know this, we focus nearly always on the forces of light. Mm. And I think that's the right thing to do. Uh, and the fact the nine freedoms is all about the forces of light, and as it goes higher and yeah. higher and higher, all the way to the solar lords, nice they are literally yeah. our forces of light, the mm, solar lords. Mm, mm, that's exactly precisely, <laughs> yeah, literally. You yeah yeah, 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 radiating <laughs> light. Um, so that's what we do, and the 12 blessings, likewise, is all about forces of light. Mm. So, this is the key thing, but. If you don't study... Now, none of us are claiming to be saints. I mean, I'm certainly not. If any of our viewers and listeners are saints, then um, please let us know. <laughs> but <laughs> The line's over. <open>. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we are students of wisdom. We're students of truth. And if you don't include in that study, that contemplation, dark the darker aspects it won't be complete, your wisdom will not be complete. It mm. will be, to some degree, escapism. Mm. Because tragically enough on this Earth, and not only on this Earth, but certainly on this Earth, uh, there are dark forces. And you can't understand the world. I mean, the, the, the machinations and the maneuverings on the physical plane, the plane where it live on, the, this realm of Earth, where there's a mixture this is what makes this realm completely unique. The other realms, are, you know, the higher realms and even the lower ones, are peopled by, peop- by s- souls, beings, intelligences, earth people, mm-hmm. who are roughly on an equivalent level of evolution. Each, each one of these levels. So if you go to level two, all mm. the people on level two, they might be very different in mm. character. Mm. Um, although it's a bit of a characterless realm, I gather. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's a bit predictable mm. and, and dull, and so I gather. But nevertheless, that's, that's by the by. They're what a lot of people would call good, good people. Um, some wouldn't call... would find that much... Too complementary. I see. Uh, they're very predictable. The sort of ordinary people who haven't done much special with their lives, mm-hmm. but have, haven't done bad either, go there. You know. And anyway, putting that aside, those people will tend to be much on a, an equivalent level of evolution. As you go up three, four, five, when you get to level six, mm-hmm. you're dealing there with adepts, masters from very different traditions. Yeah. OK. Um, you, you might have a great Tibetan adept, and you might have a Christian saint, a real one. Uh, although I think Dr. King did say he's hardly ever met a saint in his life, and those he have, were, had were more likely to be Buddhists. <laughs> but we <laughs> will put that aside. Interesting. You, you might meet, though, a truly saintly individual, let's mm-hmm. just say that, from, from any tradition, Christian, Jewish, mystical, Hindu, yogic, Uh, But they will all be at the sort of adept master, terrestrial adept master Mm -hmm. level, on level six. Very advanced people. Some of them have been there for a long time. And likewise, as you go down, and the lower you go, there are four levels below this one, which people don't really like to to talk about. Um, They're also on equivalent levels. And as you get to the bottom, you've also got people who've been there a very long time. Some far longer, actually than any other realm, the, f- the few real controllers. I see. So when you look at this realm we're on though, because people re- we all reincarnate here, yeah. strangely, as some on the lowest realms try to avoid reincarnation. I just want to throw in there, there's a very evil belief, sorry to upset anyone here, in some orthodox Christianity, that there's a, there's a place of eternal damnation and hell. Mm-hmm. And this feeds into the uh, fantasies and wishes of dark forces. Because they like to think they're eternal. I see, yeah. And they're not eternal. I never thought of that connection, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty It may may not have been done without intention, Hmm. but that idea... And also, you get an equivalence in some teaching between God and the devil. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the force of good, this is the force of bad, and they're put on the same thing, which again, is ridiculous. We've talked about what God is before. Yeah. That's one of our most popular videos, actually. Mm. How, yeah. You know, you can know God. Not your God. average take on God. Yet. Yeah, not your average take yeah. on God. Um, it's absolutely ridiculous and feeds the self-importance of the dark forces, because they, they, they aren't in the... Well, you can't even make a comparison of any kind, between any living intelligence, good or bad actually, and God, mm-hmm. You know, except that we all have the divine spark within us, including all the dark forces. Yeah. And that's a very encouraging point, because we are much more positive than that. We're saying that these, even, even the dark forces, and Dr. King made it clear once, that even if you go yeah. to hell, you can always climb the stairs and go to heaven again. Mm-hmm. And, and we will. Everybody will climb those stairs from whatever level we're on right now. But here on this realm, everyone's thrown together. So you can have Gandhi and Hitler living in the same century on the same realm. And that's what makes it very different. But you'll only understand this realm if you realise that the primary movers and shakers, if you like, Mm -hmm. the manipulators, if you like to use that term, In the case of the higher forces, it won't be manipulating and controlling people, but it will be bringing the right energies wherever they can to bear upon a situation, which can be accepted or rejected. In the lower case, they will try to manipulate, and and Mm. sometimes very successfully. Mm -hmm. But you'll only understand it if you realise the major events on this level are governed primarily by the forces of light and the forces of darkness, not by the masses. That's a really interesting point. Not even by the political leaders who Mm -hmm. really are on the whole at the level of the masses. There could be exceptions in history to that point. You'll have some very powerful You might say negative, dark, whatever word you want to use, dictatorial leaders in history, of course, and even today. Um, But they will just be pawns. The the real manipulators are from higher realms, the highest realms, and the lowest realms, even above level six, by the way, Mm -hmm. the ascended masters, the cosmic forces where they are karmically allowed to intervene... And then you'll have the dark forces who are having tremendous success, even as we speak, yeah. in bringing about wars, in, 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 in causing hatred, in, in funneling negative energies out there. And then in the middle, you have people who gravitate. Well, most people don't gravitate in either direction. Yeah. They just want to have inverted commas, a happy life,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's that. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but those who do get engaged in trying to make a difference um, you know they, they'll try and cooperate with the higher forces and those who want to better themselves will think they're doing very well I just say one thing though mm. about those people who choose the the darker path mm. and they they may not consider themselves to be dark or magical people they might consider themselves to be political people or military people but by and large they are unsuccessful. You only have to look at the, how a lot of these, not all, but a lot of these, sort of very powerful dark figures, end up, which is very often suicide, very often in a bunker, a very hiding, often so. with nobody, uh, mm. no love from anybody from them, and their closest, um, you know, helpers become their rivals, and the sooner they can get rid of them, the better, because they mm. want their power. Mm-hmm. They, 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 so they live an isolated, lonely and very often unsuccessful in the end, existence. And you can see many examples of that. You can even see it on a much lower level, and I'm not comparing this among, say, gangsters and people Mm. like that. They, you know, if you look into that, they usually end up either in prison, dead, hiding, maybe underground in a a very primitive way. It's not a successful thing to aspire to, but people do aspire to it because of the drug of power. Yeah, no, I,
1: it's, I think there's, there's a lot of revelations there. Mm. One in particular, the sort of like the proxy nature of how this works out. I think, you know, just as an analogy, people can see it in a lot of the wars that take place on 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 you know on Earth. Oh, yeah. Usually two major powers will be fighting between their proxies who they're financing in some way or encouraging or mm. lending aid to. And, you know, it's kind of this, similar to the situation you're describing in which, yes, it might be politicians and companies who are being pitted against each other, but who's really behind the scenes pulling the strings of, of Absolutely the Well, I think
0: there's one thing to say here again, is that people on the whole don't understand the importance of dying correctly. Mm. Now, I mentioned most of the people who go down the darker path don't end up in a good place. Yeah, yeah. If you did end up, though, in what you regarded as a good place, if you were, like, in your terms, successful, that would be, like, karmically, the worst thing that could happen to you, actually. As a dark force. Yeah, just you as a soul. Mm. Because then you've got to come back and learn lessons far, far more. So it's, it's not a good ending really, it may appear to be to you. And of course, the other thing though, it's very important how you die, as I was saying. Now, some Tibetans really understood and may still understand this some of the Egyptians did. You've got the Egyptian and the Tibetan books of the dead, which show they they, cult, they cultivated a way of dying, mm-hmm. which would relate to where they went after they died. This mm-hmm. is my point. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're engaged in a, in a war, uh, you might be up to now a very ordinary person, living quite an ordinary life, doing a job, yeah. perhaps with a family, not doing much good or bad. And you might be, as I mentioned earlier, heading straight for level two when you pass on. <laughs> but if you get recruited into a war and you get filled with anger, hate, um, you know, desire to kill, and you start killing and so forth, um, you, you will be going down. And, and, and of course, what people don't realize is your last state of mind is absolutely key to where you go. It isn't the total key, because there's obviously a judgment made, actually by your own higher self, Mm -hmm. ultimately, as to where where you go, Mm -hmm. where you need to go, to be on an equivalent level. But you, the person who up to now, up to this war you were recruited into, was quite an ordinary person doing no particular harm to anybody. You've now become a killer, uh, a warmonger, a nationalist, you know, you're fighting for what you believe is a cause and, and you've suddenly become, you've transformed yourself and you may be transformed at the moment of your death, your very last thoughts could be thoughts of anger, hate, mm. um, you know, as I say, the desire to kill and so on and this will take you down and that is what these dark forces want. Mm. They want to, they're recruiting. When they're manufacturing these Yeah, they're, they're very like... interested in their own realms. Mm. They're interested in this realm and they've got, they've got a, a quite a, su- you know, a reasonable degree of success here, not as much as they like, but they do interfere in some ways, but, and we talked about that, didn't we, on the global conspiracy. Yeah. That's yeah. like the missing link in people who talk about the global conspiracy. Sure. Usually they don't factor in Absolutely. the mystical aspects to it, yeah. which are key, really. Yeah, but that, that's the, the... And Dr. King made an absolute... He explained this brilliantly. And he made this very, very clear that that's one of the reasons that wars happen. Just simply to recruit people and turn people and change people from what they were Dark um, forces don't like people just pottering about leading a contented life. It doesn't worry them too much because it doesn't threaten them. Mm. But they what they want is to cause confusion, pain, dismay, suffering. And, of course, a war is, as we can see right now, a, a terrible yeah, way to do it. It's a, it's a it. tragedy, mm. yeah. even on a, a, every single individual soul. Which is why, to, is as we said in our video, you know that we had these nice comments about, send out light. mm mm-hmm. Send out light. Don't, and I want to say this very clearly, I'm not advocating here anybody who watches this or listens to this, tries to take on dark forces themselves. Mm -hmm. It's a dangerous thing to do. You need to do protective practices anyway, but I wouldn't recommend that. Just carry on sending out light to the world and use the violet flame practice, uh, which we've taught before. And maybe at the end of the show, actually, we could teach again. Yeah, that might be a good thing to teach. Um, and yeah. use that regularly. Mm-hmm. That'll protect you, but keep sending out the light.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great, great point that we'll definitely come back to at the end of the show. something useful that people can do as a part mm. of applying what we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, so basically, we're talking about um, these, lo- these low astral realms, vibrationally lower than this plane that we're talking about now, yeah. <clears throat> from which people are operating to manipulate, um, even more than influence, uh, things that are going on in this realm mm. to further their ends of ultimately the the thirst for power mm-hmm. um, and but, but I mean like who are they and what what's the what's the reason I find this me, yeah. quite
0: interesting yeah. I mean it isn't pleasant mm. I mean I haven't gone to I think it's Madrid and looked at the paintings of the master Goya oh, yeah. who I believe is an ascended master. Um, I'd quite like to, as a matter of fact, but I've seen images of them. Mm-hmm. I'm talking now about what they're known as his black paintings. Okay, and he's another one. I mean, he what he was known for was, was and I'm no no art expert. My wife is. I'm not. <laughs> okay, but he is is known for painting truth. So if he painted a war scene, for example, he'd show suffering, I which see. hadn't been done by many artists. They'd shown the glory, so-called, uh, of yeah. war and the great victory and the, yeah. you know, the, the, the victorious people, not yeah. somebody dying with one leg blown off, blown off or whatever it might be. Um, so he was doing that, and then he did these, dark, these black paintings, and they are really quite unpleasant, and people get quite disconcerted, I gather, when they do go to the, to the, the museum there and see them. Um, by them and, and they are exposing a truth it's, as I mentioned Dante earlier it, it's quite rare and you can see why it's not pleasant mm-hmm. and lots of people, I, I have told I think the story before of a woman who was sent by her guide to help me in, in Australia after I'd done a radio interview oh, yeah. Yeah, and she, one, yeah. she didn't believe what I was saying at all and one thing she uh, she was, just to recap very, very briefly, I came out of a radio show in a place called Wollongong, oh, yeah. and I had a schedule that day, that day. I was with somebody else who was helping me, but they had other things to do and she was waiting in the studio, told me she'd been sent by her guide to help me, Incredible. and she had her car at my disposal hmm. and was able to drive me to the TV studio and other places in Wollongong, and I don't quite know how we'd have managed the day without her help, Amazing. but she didn't believe any of it, and one of the things she really didn't like and didn't even want to discuss was dark forces or any, she thought, and I'm, I think this, you'll find this in the New Age movement, okay. even yeah. talking about it, is is a negative thing, and, and bad energy. Mm. And I can understand that, by the way. It's not completely untrue, mm-hmm. which is why we don't do it very often, even on sure. this show. Sure. But it's got to be done with caution, with protection. Um, but it is an aspect of truth. It's an unpalatable aspect of truth. And we have to look at it if we're going to really understand what's going on in our world. It's not just the wars. Mm-hmm. It's the manipulation of wealth, um, it's, it's, you know, the, the, the massive, massive differences between the poverty and the rich, and the, the, the tremendous need. It's the cruelty. It's so many other things: the totally. debauchery, the debasement, in so many regards. You know, you could look at the, the drug trade and many things. That this is one. but I want to stress this though: most of the people who go, who who are in the in the lower astrals, as we call them, the lower realms. Uh, used to be called Hell mm-hmm. or the hells mm-hmm. um, and could be called that, it, but it 's not like a fiery furnace with you 're not being you know, <laughs> pitchforks pitchforks <laughs> and, yeah, no yeah. It, it could be a bit more like uh, i don 't know parts of London parts mm-hmm. of new york um, and, and it could be a bit retro it could be you 're still living in a, 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 a an earlier time I see and it can be, but it could be very futuristic with mm. a science way ahead of us i mean these These are, you know, if you're talking about the most powerful of them, brilliant people. Mm. I know that may sound strange. It's difficult to, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, brilliant in in science, a science is way ahead. I mean, Dr. King revealed some of the things about these people back in the very early 1960s. And some of the science he spoke about, what was going on then, uh, has has come to light on this realm since. So, you know, which is another proof, of course, of his authenticity. But it shows they were ahead of what was happening here. But what I want to stress is that I'm not talking about most of the inhabitants of those realms. They aren't the powerful manipulators. They are just co-operators Mm -hmm. or pawns or people who want to carry on their indulgence, their, you know, the killing, their gangs, their whatever it might be. But they're, they're also, and I think they're despised by their leaders. They, they kind of venerate their leaders, and their leaders despise them. I, that's what I think goes on. But there are a, a smallish number of extremely powerful uh, manipulators. And of course, one of the things about them, they don't really, and I get my information from Dr. King, who was an absolute expert on this, yeah. cooperate together. They're really all after each other's positions anyway, okay. as you would get a lot on this earth. Yeah. Um, every politician it seems to me in this country thinks they're a a budding prime minister (laughs) (laughs) they they all seem to think that (laughs) Uh, and that's at a very low level indeed that's not comparable Um, so yeah that that goes on so they're not very secure in their positions but they're they're the ones who want to for whatever reasons they have which would be power and control Mm -hmm. uh, control the goings on on our realm I think, you know, what you'll bring up here is that,
1: uh, and just going back to the point you made right in the beginning about it, it's kind of a fantasy or escapism not to acknowledge this. Mm. And in the same way that, you know, if you were turning a blind eye to something within yourself, you know, mm-hmm. if we took it right down to an individual level, mm. something that really need to, you know, something that you needed to bring out and heal within yourself. This is some, these are things that we need to bring out and heal in the consciousness of humanity as a whole, yeah, and um, we, c- yeah, and to be able to, the first step is to acknowledge that they're there, and then mm. to take that healing action, which will maybe we can do a little bit at the end of the show, at least with the the violet flame.
0: Yeah, then um, I'm not advocating people focus on this, right? Make it their main or their specialist subject, mm-hmm. just to recognise it, right? Be aware of it, understand what goes on, mm-hmm. and then keep focusing on the light. Of course, that yeah. is the absolute key. Yeah.
1: yeah. Just one one point before we go to that is, um, just a little bit more about um, like what? How did they stay down there for so long? For example, I mean, what is what is going on? I mean, uh,
0: Doctor King yeah. made a, a quite shocking statement actually mm. about some of the. Mo- I'm going to use this word most advanced okay. of them, um, and 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 their capabilities are immense. Their psychology is very interesting to me. Um, while being quite repulsive to me. But one thing that Dr. King said, you know, he he kind of treated them with a certain respect, which may sound odd, like you would an opponent. Yes, okay. You can't underestimate them, but at the same time, they have fatal flaws. Mm. Um, And so you ask whether they, you know, how they stay there for so long. Uh, He did say that some of the worst of them have corrupted their souls. Now, it's the soul, our souls, that actually determines our reincarnation, our next incarnation. They've developed magical powers. They have tremendous psychic, I mean, uh, powers. And I've said before, when we're talking about psychic powers, I've said many times, psychic powers aren't of themselves good. Mm. They are quite natural and they will be part of our development. Yes. But they can be abused. There's a couple of points I feel I should make here. One is, there is no such thing, and this is another mistake. We talked about the mistake of the seven deadly sins, whereas, mm-hmm. in fact, there aren't seven deadly sins. There's one sin only, so that's a mistake. The other, another of the mistakes they make in, in, in orthodox thinking is there's a, such a thing as original sin. Mm-hmm. There is no original sin. There is original good. There is original God there is original perfection. This is a great point, yeah. It's, it, it was a potential that then came into being and then brought into being involution. This is something I now know and understand as, mm-hmm. you know, from experiences I've had. Involution only exists so that evolution can take place. Mm-hmm. Involution is a complication, a perversion of good. But good was there first. Doesn't exist in its own right. They like to think it does, but it doesn't. You know, hence some black magic rites, as they used to be called black magic rites, will distort good Uh rites. I'll not say any more than that, because I don't want to give any information that could be misused. Mm -hmm. There is no such really original good, uh, sorry, original sin, there's original good. Mm -hmm. They, these very advanced, dark forces have corrupted their soul and they have developed their magic but what they don't have by definition particularly if they've corrupted their soul if they've gone that far is a link to their intuition Mm -hmm. and this is a big flaw because whatever psychic powers and when I teach people to develop psychic powers I stress and I learned this myself even in mediumship Never lose, never lose sight of your inner voice, your inner flame. No matter who's communicating through you, don't just give way to the, to, to the communicator. You've got to keep your own inner light. If you develop your psychic powers, they're really only useful. If you're giving a reading to someone, and I've given hundreds of readings as you know, yeah, yeah. it's only of any value the psychic impressions you will get if you can interpret them and you need your intuition to, give, to interpret them correctly. I, see, I, see. I mean, dark forces aren't interested in helping anybody, so no. they wouldn't be do- in doing that. Right. But they've cut themselves away from their intuition. And the intuition at its most basic level is um, still a link, a very far removed one, but a link to your higher self. Mm-hmm. As it gets higher and higher and it becomes high intuition, you're really tapping into that Voice of God within you and uh, okay at a distant level but that's what you're aiming for because we are God Mm. and we can know God and God is and God exists there's no doubt about that at all and we can contact it through our higher self. Now they have to cut themselves away from this if they want to go down that route because if they didn't they would be open to all kinds of higher promptings which would include conscience. Oh yeah which could manifest as guilt. Mm -hmm. Appropriate, there's there's appropriate guilt and inappropriate guilt. There's guilt which is a result of conditioning which may be inappropriate. I mean, in my lifetime, I grew up being told that it was immoral to be homosexual. And now I'm told it's immoral to be homophobic. So those are, I'm not, I'm, note, I'm not yeah. going down the, the, you know, the rights and wrongs of, of any of it, really. I mean, uh, I'm you know, certainly glad it's not illegal. It was illegal when I was a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but, you know, that's just an example of how cultural norms change and, and totally. people have guilt foisted upon them. So I'm not talking about that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm talking about true conscience from the higher self which gives you a proper moral compass, which is a spiritual yes. moral yes. compass if you yes. like.
1: Yes, yes, yeah.
0: That's coming from the higher selves, not that we always follow it, not that I've always followed it, I'm not claiming I have. But that, that is there and that's what we should aspire to. They have deliberately and concertedly cut themselves away. They have to. So with the intuition and the higher guidance would come conscience and would sooner or later lead to compassion. Mm. 'Cause they're all linked. I'm totally at odds with what they're doing. And they yeah. they, they certainly can't deal with that. They mm. train themselves to be completely cold. Mm. So they have some fatal flaws as a result of this mm. and they can make mistakes as a result of this. And they are foolish enough I'm not going to be liked for saying this, mm. to believe that they they can overcome reincarnation forever, which they can't. Sooner or later, this this is a sort of strange ignorance, whereas, you know, people in the world who aren't necessarily believers in what we're talking about, they nevertheless have an instinctive belief or acceptance of karma, Totally, I find. They they Mm -hmm. use other words. They might say, what have I done to deserve this? That immediately is saying there's some law there to relate to what you deserve yeah, yeah.
2: Um,
0: or they'll say uh, what goes around comes around. Absolutely, yeah. Come and on, and yeah. actually the, now the word karma, it didn't used to be in the 70s even, but now it's everywhere. It's in, uh, you know, you see it in newspaper headlines, you see it in shows, television shows, it's in songs, it's in rap songs, it's in, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's very universally used. Uh, I think John Lennon may have been one of the first to put it in a song, but however, it's now very generic. So, there's a, the, this is known even by people who aren't looking for deep spiritual truth yeah. as a thing, but they absolutely have to reject any idea of karma. So, they can't see that in the end it can't work. And that is a fatal flaw. Yeah,
1: that is a very strange aspect mm. of the psychology, as you say, and sort of like. Um, was trying to beat evolution, the evolutionary impulse that is within the nature of creation.
0: And And it gets ever more complicated Mm. as as you move away from truth. Truth in its very essence is simplicity. Mm. Thou shalt not kill. Very simple. Mm. When you start to complicate it, and you know, of course there are occasions where you can see that you might have to kill in order to stop killings. Killings could happen, so actually in that case you're living that teaching. But once you start sort of well in this case and in that case and you do, and it gets more and more complicated, you end up losing these pure, simple truths.
1: I think that's it. that's um, there's so many revelations there. I think in the way that people can think about you know what's really going on and who's responsible, and I think we can just leave people, as you say, with. Just kind of a statement of what they can do about it. Maybe we can do the. Yeah, I mean, I would well. like
0: to just yeah. say that the intelligence that delivered the nine freedoms, Mars Sector Six, mm. also delivered a transmission, a historic transmission, I believe, called "Fight Ye the Evil." Yes. And this was a big change because even in Christianity, even Jesus himself did teach, "Turn the other cheek." Mm. He taught a great path of forgiveness. Forgiveness is an essential tool. Absolutely vital tool, something we've talked about before, Uh, it has its place for sure, but in this day and age, Mars Sector 6 tells us you have to fight the evil, but not fight it with weapons of war, Mm -hmm. fight it with weapons of truth, fight it with weapons of light, and one of those weapons is the violet flame. And this is a wonderful transmuting practice. So maybe we, sh- we should yeah, teach people it. to do that. Yeah. So the best way to do that would be to remove any rings or watches you're wearing. Don't do this while driving if you're listening in your car. Um, I say that though, but you, you can actually sometimes visualise violet flame coming through a car, but keep your concentration on the I'm road. Driving, yeah. that's, <laughs> all, that's the advice from the Spiritual Freedom Show. <laughs> so, if you have your palms facing downwards, on the knees, and the, the, the shoulders just a bit relaxed, and you close the eyes, which we'll do here in the studio now, and then you start to tune into the Mother Earth. The Mother Earth who allows us on her back to become good or evil or whatever we choose. She allows that freedom of choice without ejecting her. She has to put up with the dark practices and the killings and the hate which do exist in some places on, our world, on her world, herself. Let's tune into her. Mother Earth, and request of her, her violet flame, which comes from deep from within the earth. And now visualize this coming up through you, through the feet, through the legs, through the trunk, through the upper part of your body, up through the top of your head, and 30 or 40 feet above you, And as you do this, also visualize it around you. Because around us is an aura, a psychic counterpart, an etheric counterpart. Several inches around us. Visualize the violet flame traveling through this, through the mind bodies. As well as the physical body. Just for a few moments. And up above the head. You can spend longer doing this, and the wonderful way to do this, by the way, is barefoot on the Earth or outside on the grass. The Earth itself would be wonderful. But it can be done top of a multi-story building. You can still bring it up through and around you. And when you've finished, pass one palm across the other and cease the practice. And that's a wonderful, it's protection, if you ever feel you need protection. Mm-hmm. You could be in an office doing that, no one needs even know. And uh, you can protect yourself from, if there are unpleasant vibrations, jealousy, hate, sure. anger, and yeah. so on. But also, it's a transmuter, and it will tend to lift the energies. And some people who don't know you're even doing it, maybe, will wonder why. Hmm. Why has the atmosphere changed? Hmm. Uh, and I've experienced that. You, I, I actually met one person... Um, when I was at university, with John Holder and I used to run a group up there called the Hull Group. <laughs> and uh, we had one person who attended, and he actually could always smell that violet flame, wow. which is very that's unusual.: Yeah like And yeah. uh, some people have seen it, and you can see it, and I have yeah. seen it. And so it starts as a visualization,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: because what you're doing and a good visualization, I think you, you're connecting with something that's real. You're using the creative power of imagination to connect with something that does exist, yes, rather than yeah. just some fantasy thing. Sure, sure. And this does exist, and it will become real. And over time, not every time, but over time, you'll start to, even with your eyes closed, you can see it. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember doing a, a, a whole campaign we ran about the Mother Earth one year, oh, you yeah. might remember it. And I, I was doing a talk on it, and I, I went to bed that night. And I felt like the purple man. You know, I was just like a purple man lying there. Uh, the energy was, I don't know, whether it was coming back from her or whatever. Interesting. Um, it was, it is a violet energy, but it seemed purple that night. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a real thing. Uh, it definitely exists. And many people have sensed it. And you can, I think most of all, you can feel it. It's a caressing velvety fingers. Yeah, yeah. You, you feel that. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And uh, I think, you know, you practice it. That's, that's what we're offering Absolutely. you an opportunity to practice something very versatile. We to talked about the different contexts in which you can use it. Um, certainly, I've done those things mm-hmm. and, and, you know, have seen the, you know, the reaction from people and also the difference it makes in myself. And I think that's certainly something that we can leave, leave everyone with, you know, on the basis of
0: our topic today. Yeah, I would just add one thing about it that we don't often practice, but it can be channeled. You can actually also radiate it oh, to, you, some, to, to, to others. If absolutely. you're in a situation, mm-hmm. um, you can start to channel it, and you might find a big change comes over people. You're not trying to control them. Mm-hmm. I'll stress that ever. No one on on the on the side of light tries to control others, but you're sending energy for their use if they choose to accept it, and you know even at a subtle level they might choose at a at a. Superconscious or subconscious level, they might choose. Mm. They may not even know consciously it's there, but they might change. And an angry person might suddenly become calm.
1: I think it's great inspiration, and especially you know this path we advocate over and over again that it's about direct experience of these things, direct experience of truth. Mm. Um, and uh, I encourage, uh, certainly encourage you to try it for yourself, and to acknowledge these things as we say, but turn your attention to the work that we really are concerned with, which is radiating this like energy into the world. And epitomite. And the forces the of light. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Thank you very much, Richard. Thank you. Yeah.